Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them end. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. This is episode 264, obviously a Star Wars episode where me and my man Matt are going to be going through Star Wars Dr. Aphra number 7. But before we get into that, let me tell you where you can find us. We are on Twitter at WS Marvel Comics, WS Weird Science. You see how that works? You go on there, follow us, we'll follow you back 100%. And then if you're real hateful and things, then you can argue with me. Some guy this past week was arguing with us about Brett on the site's review of Immortal Hulk number 41. And he said that he had the most atrocious review ever. And I pointed out to him that actually on the podcast, I gave that same issue a 9.9 out of 10. And some people who listen to the podcast would remember that I talked about it at length, said that it was one of my favorite issues in a long, long time of any kind of book. And and with that, uh, a deal with Immortal Hulk that I'm sometimes up and down with. Sometimes I don't understand enough or whatnot. But I really loved that issue. Kept telling him. And he kept calling me a liar. But he wouldn't listen. Then he was saying that I was nervous. And then he was mad. And the guy made no sense. So that guy, I was not so happy that I followed back. But still I did. And that's what it gets you. So you can go over there. And most people aren't as crazy as this person was. Is my friend crazy? Yes, he is. You can also go to our website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, where we have reviews, previews, and news of everything Marvel, and then you can yell at us about some certain particular thing that somehow this guy also told us that we were going to get Al Ewing fired. because and, and in the meantime, the issue that Brett, who gave Immortal Hulk his book of the year for 2020, it, it just that issue, and it was the issue with Thing and Hulk. I loved it. It didn't click with Brett, and he gave it a 7.3. This was not a 2 or a 7.3. Again, I give it a 9.9. It wasn't good enough. But also then go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where you can support us for all the things that we do here on the regular feed three podcasts, the regular one, a X-Men one, and also this Star Wars one. But then you get more and more and more over there, including a lot of comic book shows. And one of the things I figure, if you're listening to this, you kind of like the you know, the podcast and maybe about the comics and even the Star Wars. So I tend to have a lot of that. You know, you get a lot of DC, Marvel, and indie comics podcasts. In the meantime, though, I realize that the same people have other interests, like, say, cartoons, right? Or manga or movies. And we have review shows for all those as well. And coming up in February, this in January, we ended up doing our review of Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, I was not so big on that one. But the next month in February, it reverts back to the Marvel stuff. And one of or a couple of my suggestions, because I get to pick three movies and Michael G gets to pick three. And my suggestions were just on a whim and throwing them out there because Michael, he ends up going a little more of the mainstream newer stuff. So I tend to try to grab some stuff. So I put Howard the Duck, the Ben Affleck Daredevil and also X-Men Origins Wolverine. Were the three on my deal just to talk about doesn't mean they're my favorites or whatnot though i actually like those three movies enough but yeah you have all that stuff going on there at the patreon patreon.com slash weird science now also 
if you go on, you get different levels, more shows each level. If you go all the way up to the badass level, that means you get to decide what we talk about. And especially on this here Marvel show, that's when I talk about the idea of the badasses that get fresh crew, beep, boop. They pick the two books each week for our Patreon exclusive podcast. And this past week, they ended up picking Iron Fist, Heart of the Dragon, number one, and, and Maestro Warren Pax, number one. Both issues I, I did like. So if you want to hear me and Brandon talk about Iron Fist and then just myself talking Maestro, that is over there the Patreon as well. But enough of that. Let's get on with the show and an issue of Dr. Afro that I really did enjoy and enjoyed more each time I read it. You'll hear me talk about this. The first time I read it, I was in a bad mood and ending up having uh, had Matt say, I really like this, which made me then go and read it again. I was glad because I really did enjoy it. And, and with each read, I did enjoy it even more. So we're going to go off and listen to us talk about just that. Star Wars Dr. Afra number seven. All right. Here I am with Matt. Hey, Matt. Hello. Hello. And we're here for some Star Wars Dr. Afra in particular and Dr. Afra number seven. Really particular. Written by Alyssa Wong. Pencils by Minkyu Young. Inks by Victor uh, Dalzaba. I guess I hate uh, these Olazaba. little things the way they say Olazaba. Do you yeah. see? They, they try to make it in this fancy, like, cryptic font. It's yeah. cryptic, all right. <laughs> Colors by Rachel Rosenberg and letters by VCs Joe Caramagna. And it's the engine job part to the offer. After narrowly escaping Darth Vader and doing a huge solid for the Rebellion. By the way, when I read this earlier, I don't like them saying in the Star Wars universe a huge <laughs> solid. And I, it really threw me off. I'm like, really? First off, that's something that my one buddy used to say in the 90s. I haven't really even heard anybody say Not a really, solid no. No. in a long, long time. I wish I could say that in the bathroom. Dr. Alfred's <laughs> cut all ties to her past and is trying to go back to what she does best, hunting down the most valuable treasures in the galaxy and maybe giving people solids. But the rogue archaeologist is also exceedingly good at making enemies. Uh, Domina Tag, the incredibly powerful head of the Tag Indus uh, Corporation, hired an army. I'm telling you, I'm having problems reading <laughs> with this. An army of bounty hunters to find Afra, bring Afra in. Now Afra's working on Dom for Domina. Well, I, why do I read this if I can't read? The job, steal experimental <laughs> hyperdrive tech from Domino's rival. To get it done, Avra's going to need help, and she's going to get help, and we had the whole deal. It's Son of Staros who's going to yep. be arriving here. Um, as you have the character deal, you also have Just Lucky. And uh, the problem is his brother isn't so. Uh, that's going to cause him problems. And And by the end of this, you kind of get the idea that Just Lucky is going to be hunting down either Afra or Staros, right? <laughs> or both <laughs> as a package, because that's what it definitely seems like we're going to get that tie-in. And the idea that they already, you know, know each other and have dealt with each other and stuff like that. So when we start off on Karelia with Santa Staros, she is going. And I, I like the idea. There's some good setup here. Now, the first time I read through this, I thought, eh. You're getting a lot of setup. You're getting a lot of deal. And I don't know. And then you had said to me that you liked it. We were planning on, you know, the timing yeah. and stuff for the podcast. So I went and reread it. And I actually liked it better on the second time through, mainly because a lot of the stuff that does pop up here is well set up, especially mm -hmm. you have Sana talking about Remy. I'm like, oh, Remy gives me a headache. And the first thing I'm like, who the hell's Remy? Who knows? You know, all this stuff going on. But the idea that she says that drop off would have taken half the time if he learned to hold his tongue. 
very well set up for the idea that he's going to sing like a bird. He's a blabbermouth. By the end of this, yeah, he's a blabbermouth. He likes to talk, but also the idea that he's he doesn't like pain. I guess he doesn't <laughs> want to die, but. It's one of those where she's working with Remy and maybe the, you know, she kind of wishes maybe sometimes she isn't whatnot. So she goes back to her apartment and there's somebody there and it's Dr. Afra. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that this was a good setup mainly because starting with Staros is kind of not odd, but she's not the star of the book. It's Dr. Afra. So I like that you quickly get to Afra. And you establish their relationship that, you know, the idea. And it's it's like any of these. I mean, she is Han Solo and Indiana Jones wrapped mm-hmm. up into one. So the idea is anytime Han goes anywhere, it's always somebody is mad at them. Anybody who they think are friends or need help from, they're always going to be somebody that they screwed over because that's just what they do. And I like this where, you know, you end up having Sonic grabs her, throws her out. Uh, you know, even though they're they're drinking tea at first and stuff like that, and she helped herself to it, but the idea of, you know, are you going to help me? And, and throws her she out, kicks throws her, her out, out into the hall, punts her out. But that does, yeah, does. It's an actual punt as the sound <laughs> deal too. Uh, and it's funny too. Like I'm so now in tune for some reason of any time these stores characters curse. And yep. it's starting to get to me even more. But it makes sense for Afra where she's like, well, Kark. Kark. I'm like, oh, well, here we go. <laughs> it's one of those things where when I watch the the newer Battlestar Galactica even, and they're, you know, frag this and frack. And I'm like, eh, I don't need that. I never but saw that. It was good. I liked it. I, I, I liked it a lot at first. I, it kind of got a little boring by the end of my mind, but I did enjoy it. But yeah, you end up having it go then to Just Lucky, mm-hmm. who does not have a job anymore. He's fired. And it, it makes sense. Uh, you know, Ronan, he's, and this is going to keep giving us the hints that he's not necessarily gone or dead forever. The idea that it's like he is no longer disposed to continue your agreement well you can go with the idea one way of putting it well he's might be dead he might be in a (laughs) coma but we we do think that he's coming back and uh you know so then his crew and everything you're like hey what's up and yeah you know not well we don't have a job or whatnot like hey by the way uh your brother Pac, he's you know in the casino again a bit of a problem and it's funny, I, I wished it was Greg Pak. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the writer of Darth Vader. I wish that it was him. Like, this is shade for somehow. Uh, or actually, you end up through this that Alyssa Wong is desperately trying to get Greg Pak help for his awful gambling addiction. But Maybe. she doesn't know how to do it besides <laughs> this, giving the wink wink to everybody. I ain't helping. I got my own problems. But you end up where you're going to get a, a bunch of call outs in this. Now, I'm telling you, when you go to the Royal Casino on Canto Bite, Not really getting me with with that one Mm -mm. because that's Last Jedi stuff and whatnot. And it it does end up making me like, all right, well, I get it. And we go in. But I I like the idea, like Mandalorian, but I like the idea with the comics of, all right, let's take it back. let's, Let's get something going that's good at these things that may give some people, you know, night terrors. But when you go and it's Pac who's got a gambling problem and he's been beat up, that's not making me feel any bit better of mm-hmm. Canto Bite. I'm like, everybody, just avoid Canto Bite. There's it, it, problems there. Is that the like, only you know, casino in the galaxy, too? It it's, seems. It's, it's like, let's go to the I mean, casino. There, like, okay, where? There's I mean. two things. 
you either are going to go to Canto Bite or you, I guess you can go and bet on the pod racing on Tatooine. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I've seen both planets. I'd rather be on Canto <laughs> Bite, even with a big awful, please. Uh, but yeah, you end up where he's beat up and it, it, it it's endearing for just lucky. The idea, it's not like this thing because his brother is a degenerate. We mm-hmm. see it here. His brother owes a lot of money and continuously seems to do this which then just caused just lucky to go and put his life on the line to be a bounty hunter and things like that going on and i like it though because just lucky he he never i i don't actually i guess his brother would probably know what he has to do but i'd like to think that his brother doesn't know like it's one of yeah. those things where he's like hey Pac, i'll go i'll set this straight And his brother's like, oh, thanks, big brother. You're always there for me. Not realizing now Just Lucky has to go halfway across the universe and kill somebody. Risk his life. And and Just Lucky's not going to let that be known to his brother. He wants his brother. But this is the thing, Just Lucky, like JL, I'll call him. (laughs) You got to tell your brother this stuff or he's not going to stop. I mean, your brother keeps (laughs) doing this. Yeah, his yeah he is. <laughs> He's, He's an the biggest enabler yeah. in a galaxy far, far away. With the idea that his brother thinks like, oh man, my brother can talk out of anything, or oh my, he must have a lot of money. No, he has to go and risk his life, and and probably go after Afra now. But you end God. up having this issue, having a lot of um first appearances, a lot of things where I saw it, it became slightly collectible. I, and really? one of the things is well, somebody was pushing this issue on eBay as the first appearance of Wen Delphus, who we go to see. I'm like, really? I call that monstrosity number one is what I call that. I'm telling you, you you really (laughs) want to get that first appearance of Spider Lady? (laughs) Space Spider Lady? Now, later you will have a first appearance in the comics by, by kind of a cool deal that we'll get to, but... When Delphus, I'm not calling that out trying to sell something on eBay unless it becomes something bigger. But because I was looking into it and saw that was the only link. Can you imagine that that as an action figure, what that would look like? Uh. No, I can't even imagine it looking at. And and really, here's the thing. When (laughs) I'm going to talk to when alone here. I mean, I I should get this when you're ugly. You are. uh, Don't worry about that bun hair there. You don't have to waste money on hairbands. Nobody cares. You're ugly. I guess maybe to other other spider people. I don't know. But, you know, she's there. And I like it, though. I like that it's the leader of the sixth kin, this, you know, crime organization there. And really, if you're going to set up kind of being loan sharks, probably dabbling in a lot of things. But if you're going to loan Canto Bite is a pretty good place to be. That yeah. that in my mind, this means that they're pretty bad butts because to get into that and that planet to be a loan shark and a planet that everybody's going to want to borrow money, you have to be pretty big. But you know, you just get them there. And the thing is, you end up seeing in a, in a good scene. I think Alyssa Wong does a really good job, like she did with Sana earlier, a good job of. Doing the Star Wars thing of having this, you know, lived in universe and things mm-hmm. like that, because when he goes, you get it without it. Like, you know, no narration of just lucky always has to go back to when Delphus. No, when he shows up, she's there. And I'm saying she, hey, uh, you're always back. I guess that that, you know, Ronan didn't treat you right. You look skinny. I mm-hmm. mean, hey, welcome home. And now you're going to have to do a job. And off we go. And I kind of like that. You know, and he even has his gun there and, you know, he has to put it down, but he's going to have to go do a job. Like I said, I think it's to get Afra. But 
Yeah, they don't they don't say what, what it is, but we're assuming that. Yeah. Or just to get this drive, so they'd both be going. Yep. But you think that this is definitely the way, so that she can get back and intersect with Afra, because now with Ronan done, they don't have any connection really. So this will get their connection back again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you end up back on Corellia when you have Sana come out for the day, and there's there's Afra just sitting outside. And she was outside, you know, the whole night. She sat in the hall like she was, you know, told to leave the classroom. And you you find out later (laughs) she was busy painting explosive rings. But also she ended up getting donuts pretty much. They call them sweet rolls, but that's a donut. Just call them donuts, you know, don't just call them. I know the idea that you can't like like I I just saw uh, the other day where people were complaining about Bill Burr's Boston accent in The Mandalorian. Who cares? You know, and now. Just call them donuts for us, but it's donuts. I'm not touching those donuts. There is no way I'm eating any donuts that a street urchin went and got. <laughs> I'm not trusting them at all. She says, I didn't buy them. I made a street urchin go and get them because he was trying to steal my belt and all these. And, uh, what yeah, is this, 1876 yeah, in London? Like street yeah, urchins? <laughs> yeah, street urchins. They're there. Oh, there, kidney sweeps? <laughs> that or the newsboys or something. Yeah. But yeah, you end up with the, the whole deal. It's like now it's become a Dickens novel. Yeah, Dickens. Where are we going? And I still laugh when I say Dickens. I, I, I'm too old to laugh. Even <laughs> that is the stupidest thing to laugh at, but it makes me laugh. So I'm not touching them. I, I actually thought when she was looking at him, she's like, yeah. I smell street urchin on these. Who knows where these What's things are from? In, like some blue goo. Yeah, gross. it looks like it's probably icing, but that's still nonsense. Why half? Yeah. Right? And what about the other half? Stupid. Yes. But you end up plus as as my one buddy, his dad told me, if you buy any donut with a hole in it, you're an idiot. He would not eat. He would never buy because you're getting ripped off. Getting ripped off. He's like, I'm not getting ripped off. Man. So you'd eat the cream filled then, I guess, is what he would yeah, do. Oh, he he would eat all those jelly cream filled. He'd only eat the full donut. So, but the big thing is, Afra is trying to convince her bride, mm-hmm. Sana, to take her off to visit the den of the white worms, mm. and that's the big deal here. And that's the big, you know, the idea of this, you know deal with lady proxima this is the appearance and lady proxima from the the solo movie uh scared the crap out of me then uh and i didn't and like are they just trying to give me nightmares with these aliens because i and i'll tell you i like the scene in solo with her enough but i thought that it felt a little off and just used to get them going get han to get off planet and things like that so with that you end up Lady Proxima, uh, who knows Afra and is pissed off, says she should have killed Afra before. This ends up pissing off Sana because she's like, I, I thought you were going to want to be introduced, not that you knew her. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, she wouldn't have come and seen me if that was the case. And we go through real quick where Afra wants to know because of this drive. And she's convinced that the drive went through Corellia and then was off. And Lady Proxima says, indeed, it was. I should have grabbed it if I knew exactly what it was. I'm like, you seem to be more in tune than not knowing what that was, but Mm -hmm. she let it go. And it was Remy who brought it there and sold it to the man, a day, a roulette. And so you end up then with son of pissed off Remy. He didn't tell me that. So you're getting all these things all thrown in and it's pretty good the way that they all go in. Then we see Remy. Then he he's getting beat up, yeah, and he's getting beat up by Vokara 
from the Bounty Hunters book. So that actually ties in very well because the idea that we, yeah, she is. And we've seen her before. So the idea of all of that is a pretty cool deal with Mm -hmm. the Unbroken Clan. The Unbroken Clan now wants the Strive. Everybody's after the Strive. It's going to end up being, it's a mad, 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 mad universe, like the movie and all that stuff going where everybody's going after this. Do you think Remy dies here? Because I do. You do? I actually think he's dead. I I just, I don't know why. I would think he would. It just doesn't seem too clear. Yeah, he's laying there. He's laying on the ground, though. Because they even see that. And he has a knife. She has a knife in her hand. He's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Evokara ends up pretty badass, like we said. But also the idea that Sana is now in trouble, but. Afra's like, oh, your friend's in big trouble with what's going on there. So the thing is, though, they're trying to find this drive. And the worst is, is that Remy sells out Sana. Now, does she actually know? She says she doesn't. She's like, Remy never told me about that. And I'm not getting that she was lying. But I also get that Remy is just selling her out, throwing her under the bus mm-hmm. to save his own hide. But yeah, he he he's dead in my mind. I, I got to say that, that out. I'm, a, I'm a fan of this. uh cape look or whatever the tattered cape look i don't know what they're they're yeah. wearing it's cool looking oh yeah she's yeah, got I it like on it. And, and it looks yeah cool they're now. all going yeah yeah so that they're going with it now again does that mean something weird but they end up where they go and when you ended up having afra ask for the information she ended up giving this artifact uh to lady proxima saying hey you know this is a this dupe. ancient deal it's a priceless artifact a jewel from mm-hmm. the langolese life fasting bracelet well it ends up just being these exploding bracelets the thing about this though it lands right next to them including vokara and blows up that i don't know how any of them survive no because they end up they're trying to get remy's data pad that that they ended up taking and so they have to get it, and Vokera and the guys have it. So they end up do getting it, but then Vokera, like, gets up. Everybody gets up, starts shooting, and they run away. And that's where, again, more of these rings and explosions. I'm like, these explosions must not be very bad mm-hmm. because they have all these things going. But it's a, it's a cool chase. I like the kind of tie-ins then of the... What did you do? How did you paint all these? Well, I told you I was sitting outside your room for all night. That's what she seemed to have been doing. And uh, with that, they get on the ship and they're going to get out of there. And again, Sana was not going to get involved with this. She didn't really want anything to do with Afra. She seemingly, I'm done my deal now, but now she's on the run. And it's a well-played deal Mm -hmm. to get them all involved. Again, it's a lot like... Just Han and Luke, you know, they Luke and Ben show up at the right time for Han to get off planet, make some money and stuff like that. So I always like when that sort of thing is thrown in where we didn't want to be together, but here we are. Here we go. And all that, even like almost like a Princess Leia and Han with Hoth, because Leia took too long. Now, the only thing left is the Millennium Falcon. We have to go. Mm -hmm. And then she calls him a scoundrel and smooches with him. (laughs) That's what happens. We might get smooching. They do seem to have a history that there might be some smooching, but right? Yeah, they they like each other. Yeah, yeah, they end up in it. I like the idea of that. What Sana's like, it's like the person that you you love, but you hate, like always gets me in trouble. But boy, I have some fun when Mm -hmm. I do it. You get that vibe. And they're working well together right away where Sana's, you know, taking off on her ship and also gives Afra a ship to go and all this stuff going on as well. So it, it's it's like that Star Wars convenience that you get, but it's well set up. 
And you end up having Afra going through Remy's pad. And I wish that there was like disgusting things on yeah. it. Like, oh my God. Like, I really Pervert. want it to be. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, if she's just like, what did you see? Did you know what Remy was into? I mean, seriously. But it's that it actually plays the opposite way and plays out pretty good. Remy was so boring and an idiot. Like, I, I can, dear diary, today's the day I become a singer. <laughs> like yeah. Stuff like that, probably. But yeah, so they're trying to find the deal and it's very boring. I'm not finding anything interesting. Oh, wait, never mind. And then. She ends up showing, and it just looks like it's a picture of a planet. <laughs> just a picture of a planet. How mm. do you feel about a scenic tour? Girls love battlefields. And like, all mm. right, I've got nothing better to do. And then they go off into hyperspace. So you have the uh, to be continued. I liked it. I thought the art was really good. Yeah. I, I think the first time I read it, I actually, in my mind, I thought there were too many things going on. You know, just lucky, Remy. You know, the, the Lady Proctor, all that. But the second read-through, I'm like, no, no, no. Everything really plays in well. It's still a setup issue. Mm-hmm. It's, it's to get things going again and whatnot. Um, but I like the idea that Remy did get involved with this drive. So at least you have that there'd be something with that. Like, hey, where do we – okay, that's our next place. Because without that, I don't know that Afra really would know anything. I mean, she could have went to Lady Proctor and oh, yeah, that's here. But at least we get like an idea. There's probably some communications between the guy who bought it from Rem, all this stuff. So they have somewhere to go. And also, I like just Lucky going off and comes off real good to just help his brother without ever letting him know the biggest enabler. He's got to say something eventually, right? His brother's going to end up dead is what's going to happen. Yeah, he's going to end up dead. That's what happens. And then then you realize that you messed up. But overall, what would you give this? Uh, uh, Let's go with a seven and a half on this bad boy. Yeah, I'm going to go an eight, actually, for my second deal. I think when I first read it, that's going up from my first read. I might have been like a six, five. And also, I was in a bad mood. (laughs) So I ended up reading, I was in a bad mood. Then you said, I really, you know, you said it'll be quick. I liked it. And I'm like, all right, let me read this again. I don't want to come off as a It's nothing monumental. I mean, it's just a nice story. It progresses along nicely. It's it's fine. Dark's pretty good. I mean, you know what? You know what's funny, too? Because. Maybe some people would complain that, oh, you don't get a ton of Afra because you're going back and forth. But this actually feels more like the the first bit of Afra from the first run a little more than some of these other issues. Some of the other issues ended up, I don't know, feeling too generic. This actually gives me a lot, especially with Afra not being liked by everyone and always with Lady Proxima, also with Sana, but always is able to charm people into doing what she is. So I, I think that this one is a really good one. And uh, it, I guess, it, I don't know, you could probably jump in with this. You wouldn't know much about that drive, but if you, you got that backup or whatever, it would be a cool one if you hadn't been reading it. Yeah, you could read to this. just kind of jump in and yeah. see the tone of it and see what's going on. Even though it's part on. two, you don't really need to read it, part Yeah, one. it is part two. And I don't, I don't think, and even like, you may not know just lucky, but you don't really have hey, to. Hey, well, you you're just off to a better idea. start because he was kind of not the best character yeah. before. Now he seems yeah, a little so, more sympathetic. Yeah, I kind of like it. Yep. Yeah, but yeah. So you I still miss the I'm... the first volume of Afro when he, she had the evil droids and stuff with her. I, yeah, I miss yeah, that. That was pretty good. That's when she ended up giving the rebellion a solid. Yeah. <laughs> now I did miss that as well, and I, I like when things pop up where people are still mad at her about like that face, like yep. the idea that she and you know with Vader and stuff. So yeah, I, but I like this. I actually was uh, pleasantly surprised uh, because the book 
was kind of going on a downspin a bit, and I was worried that this would be the one where like, oh my god, we're going with this, but you know, they're going and hopefully Bounty Hunters next week, because that's what we'll get next week. Hopefully that picks up, continuing to pick up, that we actually are on with all of the books and really love them, because I love the Vader book. I I like I, I guess I might love the Star Wars. Yeah, it's the regular falling Star down Wars in my one. opinion a little bit. It is. That's the problem. Vader's number and one. So they, yeah, Vader's number one. Then Star Wars, and uh, you know we have the High Republic one, but that's just one issue. But I, I enjoyed that first issue enough, and then we have uh, you know Afra and Bounty Hunter coming up from the rear. So we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for joining me, Matt. No problem. And again, go to our. Twitter, WS Marvel Comics. Also go to our website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com. Listen to all the other podcasts here on this feed. We also have a DC thing, and we have a Patreon account, Patreon.com slash WeirdScience, where we do a bunch of things. And eventually, I'm trying to finagle. This is my finagling. <laughs> we, me and Michael G. end up doing a comic book movie podcast, right? Well, Star Wars books come out from Marvel. That's a comic book company. So, boom, Star Wars is now a comic book movie. Yep. And I've I've actually been telling them one of the months we're going to end up having a Star Wars pick for that. Uh, this coming month, we're, you know, February, we're going to end up. We just did the Wonder Woman 1984 review. But the next month, we are doing Marvel. We flip-flop. And I'm still thinking of maybe putting a Star Wars movie on the poll just as a gag, because I think people would get mad at me, but it's my way to finagle Star Wars in. I even said that if I went, I'll go with the Conan movies Yeah, Conan, as well. you I could mean, do. You, and you have all those. Alien. Oh, I was thinking alien all the things. Is yep. Alien coming Alien's in? coming out, coming in, in March or April. So, uh, yeah, I said, as long as they're comic books in some form, and just about everything has had an adaptation, but these are ongoings. These actually mean more so. I was trying to finagle my way. Conan's yeah. good anyway. You do that one. I mean, that's good. Don't eat any of those. Go over to patreon.com slash weird science. It's all in the show notes or whatnot. But we'll be back next week, like I said, with Bounty Hunters. So we'll see everybody then. And see you then. Bye.